You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. In my previous episode with Chris Eli Black, we had a great conversation about writing and the way that it affects us, not only as artists, but as individuals. And today, Chris's wisdom beyond his years continues as he talks about rejection, learning from mistakes, and persisting in this tough business. I'm your host, Patrick Oliver-Jones, and this is The Final Five. All right, Chris, here we are at The Final Five Questions. So, number one, if you could have any other job outside of the arts, outside of writing, what would that be? Without a doubt, education. I'd be an educator. I'd teach. And is there a particular grade or a particular subject you'd want to teach? I would teach high school. Um, I would probably teach high school history. I don't have any interest in teaching college, even though there's probably more money in that. Um, because if you're teaching college, you're teaching kids who have already gotten into college. Um, and so they have something figured out. Um, high school, especially based on the high school I went to, we need more teachers who, one, believe in their students. You know, I went to a high school that was 90% Black and Hispanic. Um, and I had a, a good amount of teachers who did not teach um, and who saw us as people who were not fit for society, um, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate, but is the reality of it. And I also had a lot of great teachers. And the great teachers know who they are because I'm in contact with them still. Um, the not so great teachers can just assume what they want. Um, but yeah, I definitely teach high school. Number two, what is a bucket list role, a show that you still hope to do one day? Oof. The one that immediately comes to mind is um, Tick, Tick, Boom, playing Johnny, just because every song rings true. Johnny's up and pacing. Uh, and it's just him talking about, am I going to make it as a writer? I'm getting, I'm not getting any younger and I'm not getting any richer. Um, and I have these friends and relationships that are climbing above me. Uh, so yeah, I definitely do Johnny and Tick, Tick, Boom. I want to be in Cats. People can judge me. (laughs) Cats looks like the most fun show to do. I don't care if you like it. But cats just look, you could do anything in cats and it makes sense. 
I mean, I will say, I mean, it is not one of my favorite shows, but I can imagine though, being on stage, like, you know, if you're not the one singing or dancing in the front, there's just these people crawling around the back, just that going in and do. out of tires and boxes and, and they're just, and then they just like rub up against each other and then they go yes. back. I'm just like, what is happening backstage? That's like, when I was in hair, the a lot of the choreography I'm blocking was just like, touch each other and, and act high, <laughs> act like you're on drugs. I was like, oh yeah, I, this is. I could ace this dance call. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I definitely want to do cats. Um, I'd want to. Jesus Christ Superstar is probably one of, if not my favorite musical. Um, it's one of those shows that every single song is just catchy um, and enjoyable. I'd love to play Judas in that show, or even Peter. Um, definitely not Jesus because I can't hit that. Why? I can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't yeah. do that. Um, so yeah, those would definitely be the ones that came to mind. Hmm. Number three, who is it that you look up to as a mentor or someone that inspires you? Personally, again, just family members, um, and teachers who have taken the time to really have a, have a belief in me, um, and motivate me and support me. Um, and even with family, I'm lucky to have come from a family that supported my dreams of being in the arts. Um, Because that could have gone a very different way, um, as it does with a lot of people. Uh, I remember when I was a senior in high school, we had this project in my AP English class. It was to make a vision board um, and basically to say what you want to do in life and all your dreams and aspirations. And every single kid in my class wanted to either be a doctor um, or a dentist or a lawyer. And then I stood up. I was like, I want to write musicals and plays and movies. and they and they looked at me like, oh, okay, so you want to be broke. Um, but the funny thing is, every single one of those doctors, dentists, lawyers, in their speech said, I really enjoy writing, but um, it's more money in medicine, or my parents want me to be in medicine. And that's just really emphasized, oh, man, I'm, I don't know if I'm making the best decisions, but I'm really lucky to be able to make those decisions. Um, and just be able to confidently say, yeah, this is what I want to do. Um, with my life. Uh, definitely family members and teachers personally, professionally. Um, I have a huge admiration for August Wilson and uh, for Spike Lee. And Would you say that the people like that, Spike Lee and August Wilson, that they have informed the style of writing that you do? Oh, definitely. I remember when I saw Fences um, just being blown away by the dialogue um, because it's dialogue that if you told me David Mamet wrote Fences or that Aaron Sorkin wrote Fences, I believe it. Just the quickness and the wittiness and the, the sophistication and the comedy and drama of the dialogue in that show and how it just, it just flows endlessly um, amazes me. And with Spike, just the way he has his own language. Um, like, you know, you're watching a Spike Lee movie uh, because he uses phrases that no one else uses. Um, and do the right thing. It's uh, you know, it opens with Samuel L. Jackson playing the radio host, whose name is the most spikely name, you know, Mr. Senior Love Daddy. Like it's just like it's so specific. Like no one, you know, you're never gonna see a Spielberg movie with Senior Love Daddy. Right, <laughs> so right. so yeah, definitely their individuality and their dedication to being their own voices and not complying to any lesson definitely influences me. Yeah, definitely. 
Now, number four, what is a lesson or trait that took you a while to learn or one that you're still working on to this day? Two things. One being, one that I'm still working on is blaming myself for rejections. Um, Because you get a lot of them. Um, And, you know, I'm the kind of person who, who's like, oh, did I do something in my life? And this is the universe's way of punishing me for some decision that I made at 15. Um, and so that's, that's something I have to, that I've slowly dealt with is being like, you're going to get rejected. It's going to happen. Um, especially if you send yourself to someone who obviously has never done anything like what you're trying to pitch at them. In those rejection letters, are, are they mostly just thank you, but we're, we're, we can't take it this time or are any of those rejections ever personal or do they ever like give you specific feedback like that? Most of them have been just, thank you, but no thank you. This just isn't the place for us. I'd say there are two kind of rejection letters I've gotten. It's the thank you, but no thank you. Um, I hope your writing finds a place someplace else. And then there are the simple, I'm going to pass on this letters or emails. Um, And I definitely prefer the thank you, but not thank you. They're a little bit nicer, even though I know it's a system um, that they just send out the emails. Um, But the I'll pass hits me a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I haven't really gotten personal ones with rejection letters, but I'm slowly learning how to take those and not blame myself and just accept that there are other people out here trying to do what you're trying to do. And there's other people that are fit, um, to do it at these places. You just got to find your place. And it goes back to that whole, you send a hundred things out. One of them is going to say yes. Um, and even today, a rejection letter email I got was like, you're not right for us, but I forwarded this thing to someone else that I know at this place that they might be interested in. And so it's always an upside to it. So that's something I've tried to work on because I I know it's going to be a time that I'm going to, when the emails stop coming, the rejections and the acceptances. um, And it's during that time that's really going to test me and be like, okay, what are you going to do with your time? You know, I think of, of, you know, one story that Tyler Perry always tells is that he was writing his first play and he would do production after production. He kept, he'd keep getting theaters to let him do it. Um, but then no one would show up and no profit would be made. He'd be broke. Um, he ended up sleeping in his car uh, and he ended up quitting. He ended up saying, I'm done. And then he got one more email or one more call saying, we want to do this show. And he had just gotten a new job. He had just gotten an apartment. He had gotten the life that most of us, most people would be content with. Um, and he had to go to his job and he had to quit his job. Um, that he had just been at for two weeks to go out and and do this play for the fifth time when for the four other times it had been a complete flop. No one had showed up. The venues hadn't made money. He hadn't made money. He was homeless. Um, but this fifth time that he did this show, it completely sold out. And so, you know, I think that it's definitely my life has prepared me for those times of you can't give up. Because there's another side. Even if you hit rock bottom, guess what? Now you have no place to go but up. And so it's just being able to say, I'm going to dedicate my life to doing something 24-7. And I'm going to throw a pebble in the water. And I might not be able to see the ripples. But while I do have this time, and while I am lucky enough to wake up, I'm going to do everything in those 24 hours that I can. Even if no one remembers it, 
I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna do it at the best of my ability because you just never know. I don't believe that, I don't agree with people when they say, you have all the time in the world, you're young. We don't know that, we have kids dying, um, whether it be at the hands of police officers or whether it be at the hands of a virus that no one saw coming. Um, we have kids dying, we have college students dying, we have people's parents and, and siblings and uncles and cousins and grandparents passing away. Um, and so I'm never going to take a day above ground for granted. That journey that you keep talking about, and some of it's going to go the way we want it, which is great, but a lot of it isn't. And yeah. so it's it's all about preparing yourself for that. And that takes me to the last question, which is, what is some of the advice that's helped you along that journey? It's the advice of people who say, even when something's not good, look at this. And, and not criticizing me, but giving constructive criticism and giving notes. Um, takes me back to that friend of mine who directed Brother Survivor. Every time I send him something, he can say two words and I know what it means. So if it's good, he'll say, that's golden. That's all he'll say. That's golden. And I'll know I can keep that. But the things that might not be make too much sense for the story or something, um, he'll just ask questions like, should you? Can you? Will you? Um, and I'll know what that means. And most most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, I'll be like, yeah, that makes sense. And I'll go and I'll, I'll fix it. So definitely the advice of people who don't sugarcoat things. Um, that's the best feedback and advice I've ever gotten, as well as the people who take time out of their day and don't have to, but take the time out of their day and out of their lives and out, out of their schedule to say, okay, this is how you can do it. This is what it's going to be like. This is the things you might run into, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, it's just honesty. It's the best advice I've gotten. I love that. Well, thank you, Chris. This has been an absolute joy to talk to you. So I greatly yeah, appreciate same. you being here. Thank you. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.